Thank you for listening to Sports Unfolded here on Anchor. We want to thank Anchor for everything they've done. It is easy to use, so I suggest everybody get out there and make a podcast, put it on Anchor, and show it to the world. So once again, thank you for watching Sports Unfolded on Anchor. Thank you very much. Hope to hear from you soon. gentlemen children of all ages welcome to the wrestling den with rick and kenny and now nick as well please welcome nick our newest addition to the wrestling denizen uh as as always we got um kenny over here to me uh yeah over on the side i did it right and then we got um down somewhere over here is nick anyways i'm gonna stop at the point because i never get that right but either way uh nick is our newest addition i wanted to start off to say thank you ron as always, and thank you, Eric, as always, for hosting us on the Sports Unfolded page. Um, we are we're going to be moving now, as of as of today, officially from biweekly to weekly. So, and we're also moving from a half hour to an hour. That's right. You get a whole other half hour with us because apparently a half hour wasn't enough. So, from seven p.m. Eastern to eight p.m. Eastern, you can be seeing us these three faces. All right. So, we're going to be live on Rhode Island Broadcasting YouTube and Sports Unfolded every Thursday, seven p.m. You can go follow us on Sports Unfolded on Facebook and Twitter at Sports Unfolded. Follow us on Anchor, Spotify, and Google Podcast. So, where do we begin? Tonight's episode is going to be actually taken off from two weeks ago. We were talking about movies and wrestling, right? Can you remember that conversation we had? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. One of the things we talked about was They Live with Roddy Piper. And uh, I had the fortune of watching that movie, and I did. I, 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 I followed up on my promise. I watched They Live. In full last night up until like three o'clock in the morning with my uh, on my stream. So <laughs> I tell you what, that movie is my mind is blown. I'm I'm ready to talk <laughs> about it, dude. I I wasn't sure what I was prepared for, but uh, I didn't realize how how impactful that movie was. And that actually kind of brings me to uh, basically tonight's conversation is, you know, what kind of impact have have wrestlers and you know in the movie industry and vice versa have had. In the business, um, I mean, obviously, there's they live. Uh, you got Ready to Rumble is one of my favorites, personally. 
Mm. Um, the Guardians of the Galaxy, if you want to talk about current. Um, Chris mm. Helmsworth is actually going to be doing a biopic for Hulk, Hulk Hogan called Hulkamania. We'll talk about that. Mm. Um, I mean, Urban Commando, there's there's quite a few. Guys, you, you want to name off any movies that you have seen? <laughs> Jingle All the Way, Big Show. No, I was going to uh, say, um, you're talking about biopics. You guys can hear me all right. Oh, yeah, we can hear you just fine. Yeah, we'll I was going to say, they, they were talking about a Vince McMahon one, too, like a while back as well, which I thought, like, is interesting that now enough times passed, 20, 30 years, you know, from when Hogan was in the big spotlight, the Golden Age wrestling and stuff. Um, and then same thing with Vince McMahon as a promoter. Now it's getting to the point where, like, oh, let's make movies about these people's lives, just like they did with... You know, Freddie Mercury and Bohemian Rhapsody and Rocket Man with Elton John. So not even just people in the music industry, but people in the wrestling industry. They're like, oh, yeah, let's give. Yeah, I'd love to see a movie about Vince McMahon's life because that guy sounds like an absolute lunatic. So I want to. Of course, they're going to water it down and they're not, he's not going to look like the biggest jerk in the world. But like, I, I just like that concept. I didn't know about the Hemsworth one and Hogan. That, that one seems like how do you get Chris, Chris Hemsworth, who's like kind of trimmed down like body wise to. uh be Hulk Hogan, who's just like this monstrous dude with like 24 inch pythons and stuff. So, uh, so, some of those older ones, I know that there's wrestlers making spot appearances in um, movies and stuff like that, even before Hogan. But Hogan was the first one who was treated like a movie star. Like he's yep. like, he's a larger than life thing. Started with like Rocky Three. He comes in as Thunder Lips, has a great scene. He's like, he's like, he's pressing. Uh, Sylvester Stallone over his head and throwing him into the crowd and stuff. And you're just like, this guy's great, right? And then, you know, then he gets his own movies. Like you said, Suburban Commando. And uh, there's like uh, Mr. Nanny, Santa with Muscles, stuff like that. But none of those are like blockbusters, right? They're just, uh, <laughs> they are what they are. They're just, you know, movies with wrestlers, which which kind of probably makes it a little bit harder as time goes on for, like the rock to break in or Austin in like the condemned and movie, like later on the Scorpion King and things like that, because Hogan kind of made it like, Oh, it's a, it, yeah. Wrestlers can be in movies, but it's like a B movie type thing. Same thing kind of happens with video game movies where you don't get a good video game movie anymore because all the early video game movies were the shits, you know? So I think, um, was it is, uh, Undertaker did like a two episode stint. Uh, he, uh, what's his character's name? Soul Chaser Demon. It was like Poltergeist, the the legacy. His guy was like Soul Demon Chaser or Soul well, Chaser it, Demon. Is this like early '90s kind of thing? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. This was like it was like it was a dud, but like it was like okay. pretty, pretty much one of those instances where like one of these guys that were coming up because it, it worked so well with Hulk Hogan in the early '80s. You know, like they decided that they were gonna expand more in the '90s because you, you had dude 1988. They live. Roddy Piper, dude, that is going to be the shining star of the night because I watched that movie and I'm thinking to myself, you know, as I watch this movie with Roddy Piper in it, and, and, and I see, um, was it uh, Keith David was was the um, role uh, next to him in terms of like it was the other guy, and I'm, yeah. I'm thinking I'm like one year prior we had Predator, uh, which actually had Jesse the Body Ventura in it, which is pretty cool. Right. So there's another wrestler that's been in a movie the year before that, and it had Arnold Schwarzenegger in it, right? And I'm thinking to myself, I'm watching, um, I'm watching They Live, and I'm thinking, here's your, here's your wish version of, uh, <laughs> of Dutch and Dylan, dude. Yeah, 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 Dylan, you sob, dude. I'm watching these two men, and like that's what I got right out of it, like right out the gate, dude. And like they had a Ooh. ten minute fight scene over him trying to 
put on the glasses. You know, it's weird too. Is like you got we were talking about Rocky, right? And there's Apollo Creed's Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers is in Predator as well. So there's like this whole like runaround of like these these big muscly dudes in movies. Because if you, if you watch Predator as well, like you said, the body's in there. His muscles are glistening, and Schwarzenegger and Carl Weathers, and they're all in the forest like shooting off machine guns. And so that does that count as a wrestler movie too with Jesse in it? Yeah, it does. Predator, it does okay, that that might be yeah. the best one then, because <laughs> I mean, no, dude, you had an all star cast. Yep, sure did. Batista yeah. was uh in one of the James Bond movies. You know, he's been in Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, Volume One, Two. Obviously, you know, um, his, his well, role in Endgame. Well, if you want to go through like the, the chronological order of it, like that's kind of at the tail end of it. Batista being in Guardians now. And like that's more of a he left wrestling and now he's a movie guy, you know, like Hogan, at least when he was doing his movies, his big thing, he was a, a like a cornerstone of, of your wrestling screen as well. Some of these other guys like The Rock has to move away from, uh, you know, wrestling to be in movies. Meanwhile, Hogan was like double dipping in, in the ring and on the screen. So I thought that was interesting. I think Expendables, uh, especially three. I think they they had a lot of opportunity for like a cast like that, like to be able to get guys like, um, like wasn't Stone Cold in, in Expendables and one of the Expendables? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, he's like no, he's known as a action star now too. But they basically yeah, got just like about anybody they could think of that's an action star, and, and then threw him into a movie, and it worked. Like they had Rocky in there, you know, they had both Arnold Schwarzenegger, they had Stallone, they had everybody in there. Uh, was it Randy Couture was in there? Do you think that they figure? MMA? Do you think that they figure, oh, guys who like action movies like wrestling, so let's shoehorn some wrestlers in there, and then it will get uh, you know the best of both worlds kind of thing. So every, everybody wins that way. That's that's probably the deal. It seemed, it was interesting in like those early two thousands that um, the Longest Yard had multiple wrestlers in it too. It was like uh, Goldberg for sure. I think Nash is in that movie. And of course, you know, in the '90s, he's the super shredder, but you don't get like he's not not like he's in there as himself. Meanwhile, like Hogan gets to be again good. Just going back to the start of the whole thing, he's like on the marquee kind of thing. Nash is like the super shredder in a, in a suit, and these other guys are like bit parts. You know, it, it's every time someone become the WWF champion in the '90s for long enough they're like oh let's put him in movies and let's do this and that and even bret hart took some time off from wrestling to do i think it was lonesome dove or something right some cowboy thing on usa network or something yeah yeah. Yeah, lonesome dove yeah yeah so like all these guys it's in it's you're in the entertainment business you're you're in vince mcmahon's production quality for so long they figure you can take direction you know, and, and, and be an actor because that, but some guys like, especially Bret Hart, he's not the best talker in the world. He wasn't the best guy on the mic. So I don't know if I mean, he was the best there was the best there was the best there ever will be in in Canada, maybe (laughs) no, in the ring, no, in the ring, he's, he's, he's the ring general. He's the man like Bret can, can wrestle a a broomstick to a four-star match at least. But like on Mike, he's like the most broodiest guy ever because he's so salty. He's just Bret Hart. Like, you know, the promos don't need to be much. Let him say a few things and then move <laughs> on. And and then just give you that give you that great match and then that's that. Don't need to say anything. Do you're talking in the ring. I mean, you're both a case? little bit just a little bit older than me, so I, I figured like picking your brains on like movies that were like earlier would be like best. 
because you know I'm like 30, so like I, you know, 90s on I can tell you, but as far as 80s go, like I said, I, I don't think there's much. I like unless Kenny can think of anything outside of they live and which is I, they lives kind of a cult thing, and then Ho, all of Hogan's stuff was like bigger. Uh yeah, long Kane, time, like wasn't Kane in a later. horror movie? Yeah, see no evil. Yeah, see no evil. Oh, okay, yep, yeah. Yep. Yeah, and that's like that's like 2000, 2001, 2002. Well, again, so like uh, like Restream talked about, like you have Andre the Giant and Princess Bride. Obviously, that's oh, like one of the that's, that's huge. Like one, yeah. yeah, that's huge. That's that's Anybody huge. Anybody want the peanut? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, John Cena and Trainwreck was probably one of his best movies. He was in Bumblebee. Who cares? Like you know, he John Cena had. The you, know, he's gonna, you know, it's really interesting. He's gonna be in that uh, Fast and Furious movie as well. Yes. He, he's gonna be like. Yeah. Uh, Vin Diesel's brother, and they're like got some sibling rivalries. He'll try to kill him for ninety minutes or something. <laughs> this is be What's great. funny is I was talking to somebody at work. Like literally, it was yesterday or the day before. I think it was actually Eric. I was talking to. And I was. We were talking about Fast because we were talking about like wrestlers and movies and stuff. But we were talking about Fast and the Furious. Um, and I think I was talking about somebody else about it as well. Just like like how it evolved from Vin Diesel and like racing cars, like Need for Speed, into we're saving the world. And The Rock comes involved and gets involved. You know, you got all these big guys. I'm like. Watch, John Cena's going to come into it next. I didn't even know the dude was going to be into the next fast, okay? And then I just saw, like, last night the headlines. Hey, look, you lucky it wasn't the Miz that they wrote into it, okay? <laughs> well, like, like the Marine it, Six or whatever? It's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's seen so. as not some crossover. The Marine comes after Vin Diesel's crew or whatever. You're lucky his it's car, John dude. He wants his car. We're going to thank your stars that it's John Cena. So, <laughs> and not Ted DiBiase Jr., you know? You get... I think I think Cena actually. So I don't really care about Bumblebee too much, but I feel like it. For me, I watched Transformers one and two, and then I fell off the series. And then John mm -hmm. Cena came into it with Bumblebee. I think he actually helped that series kind of like it was it was a, a dead in the water series that he kind of helped reinvigorate, almost like the Fast series, like something well, that could have died. Well, Rick, what's an interesting kind of thing too is not just necessarily wrestlers in movies playing characters, like uh, you know, but also like wrestlers playing wrestler bit parts in movies too is like you know as mentioned like captain insano uh, the big show in water boy you know and that's just a bit part captain insano shows no mercy yeah and he and he's just riffing on you know bobby boucher wait. and stuff but wait kevin nash was in grandma's boy was he is that is that in chat <laughs> yeah eric's mm -hmm. eric's talking about it i know kevin nash was in magic mike xxl not that I watched it or anything. I just happened to do a little bit of research, found out he was in Magic Mike XXL. What? I don't know. <laughs> Kevin Nash has spent his entire professional career. And don't be acting, one, don't be acting like you ain't seen Magic Mike. But um, I actually have been, not. Is that the next movie I got to watch? In his whole professional career, like finding himself in positions to make stacks of money. Like, uh, like I said, Super Shredder with New Line Cinemas and all that stuff. And then he's also in The Longest Yard. If he was in Magic Mike or Gra and Grandma's Boy, if he's in, like, he, he might be the wrestler. He might be in more movies than Hogan as, like, bit parts and things like that and getting paid. With, and he's probably the guy with the least amount of talent that I've seen give, given the most opportunities in wrestling. <laughs> so, is it like, and, and I guess that is a talent. You know, maybe I shouldn't be putting the cart before the horse. Maybe getting paid. And being on your TV and doing it and putting in the bare minimum of work, maybe that is a talent. <laughs> you you want to know who else made their, their actual movie debut in Magic Mike XXL that's a wrestler? Hmm. They're, they're, they're credited as, as Leatherface Old Man. Is it Ric Flair? <laughs> Woo! Oh, my gosh. It's Ric Flair. 
It's Rick wow. Flair, baby. I mean, he was I, in Baywatch in the '90s, but like his I, actual I just, movie debut was in Magic Mike XXL. As long as he doesn't take his pants off and start elbow <laughs> dropping his slat, yeah. his khakis, then don't I'm be good. surprised, dude. It's Magic Mike. <laughs> Greatest promo ever. All right, right. No, no, but then he follows it up with like a kayfabe heart attack, you know. So maybe Rick That's needs true. to take it down a few notches. Yeah. Hey, listen. All I'm saying is, don't forget about my boy. Oh yeah, Spider Man. Oh yeah. And just like the Captain Insano thing, he's actually like playing a wrestler in that movie. Playing a wrestler, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so that that helps too, and like. uh and you know, I don't care what uh, you know, uh, Toby Maguire says about his wrestling outfit. I thought it was adorable. So it was cute. He was bone saw. He had a whole gimmick. And his husband bought it for him. So <laughs> they have like a whole thing of that, like a comic about like how he like he's talking about like he brings up that one line, and then he's like, "Hey, listen, don't judge me based off of what you know." Like yeah, it's just, his he cuts him down. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> oh, by the way, Edge. Okay, he was in Vikings. Um. He did uh, was it Haven? Um, he was in the he guest starred as, uh, in the Flash. Uh, so just like uh, I'm pretty sure even um, was it Highlander Endgame? Like not even just wrestling alone, like as far as movies go, but even in like just the small time productions like television, like um, uh, was it Mad TV? They had a whole thing with wrestlers on it. You know, uh, mm-hmm. I think that was one of the things that uh, really is. I, people look at wrestling and they see like, oh, here's these guys in tights wrestling. But if you realize like the kind of grip that they have on like the the television aspect of it, like you were talking about with Vince McMahon, the production value. Like you're talking these guys like read off the scripts just like actors do. You know, they're acting with each other. They're they're selling moves. They're doing chore- choreographic stuff like you know stunt doubles would do. Like they're doing their own stunts pretty much. Like they're pretty much the next level up from an actor. You know, they're doing their own stunts. They're your, your Jackie Chan's and your freaking Tom Cruise's, Whoa. bro. Well, Rick, also, um, you're saying like about scripted, like promos, things like that. Um, through the through the 80s and 90s, a lot of these guys they could they could improv as well because they're out there, you know, delivering that kind of their own promos. There's talking points, you know, like scripted moments, but for the most part, they're storytellers and they're out there, you know, delivering their own stuff. Nowadays, you know, a lot of the promos are scripted, and you can kind of tell there there's less personality coming out of the wrestlers because they don't get as much uh, of a leash to kind of go out and do their thing. But again, trying to think of your own words to promote something as well as uh, trying to get a script and, and be told to say something. I don't know which one of those things might be harder. What I'm trying to get lower with you guys. No, I like, I keep trying to sit up, but like I'm not in a chair that's, that's equal height to my camera. So, and, and yeah. So to me, like Kenny, what do you think as far as, uh, you know, how about in the 90s? Like we were talking about Hogan in the 80s, but like anything in the 90s sticks out to you, wrestlers and movies? No Holds Barred? With Zeus? Remember Zeus? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Of it. Yeah. No Holds Barred, Zeus. Uh, what else? What else? I mean, like you said, I mean, they were in a ton of uh, TV shows and. That's how Vince got him to cross over, you know? I mean, they're in a ton of TV shows, uh, Married with Children, um, let's see, uh, In Living Color. Uh, mm. You name it, they were in it. Roadhouse. Yeah, no, Roadhouse. Terry Funk. Rick, Rick had mentioned, um, you know, Mad TV, but they're also like the Rock hosted SNL and like Triple H was in the crowd, Mankind was there, Big Show. 
like promoting, you know, when they were doing that stuff in 99. So yeah. like wrestling was so big and so hot that you couldn't even keep, like you couldn't really keep wrestlers out of other facets of entertainment. I think, you know, it was such, it's such a cool time as a, as a wrestling fan and as, you know, anybody else. Even music videos. Mm. One of, one of the biggest things with Hulk Hogan is like how many movies he's been in. You know, you got you're talking Gremlins 2. Um, I'm pretty sure he's in that. I know he was in Muppets from Space because, um, again, like I talked about uh, two weeks ago, that was my introduction to pretty much WCW was like, you know, as a kid watching Muppets and then watching them come onto the big screen with Muppets from Space. One of my favorite movies just because of that cameo appearance alone. Like Hulk Hogan was big then, Hollywood Hogan, you know, and that's kind of what like bridged that gap. As a child, as a kid from the 90s, that bridged the gap for me for wrestling was Hulk Hogan's cameo appearance as a bodyguard in there. Um, and, and then into watching wrestling. I'm like, this guy's cool. He's, he's a badass. You know, I gotta, I gotta see this guy. Um, and then even, even then with, with, with Hulk Hogan, other than that, you know, you got three ninjas high noon on Mega mountain. Like we talked about that on the phone. Dude. I no. love three ninjas. Okay. That's like a, such a horrible no. movie. No. The, you know what the best, the best acting job in that whole movie was the three ninjas one. It was Hulk Hogan's toupee. That they gave him that that did the best acting in that whole movie. Pretending that guy's got a hairline at all, like that's the real about it. So I side more money than Hulk Hogan did to get on that. No, Rick, like I was telling you before, one of the, one of the reasons Hogan, a like big reason Hogan jumped over to WCW as well is like he could do a lighter schedule uh, and do his thing, and and he, he had trimmed out to like be more so a movie guy and be more so like a. Hollywood, like you said, star, even before he was known as Hollywood Hogan, he was doing like taking some time off doing Thunder in Paradise. He mm -hmm. was doing those same movies we were just talking about in the 90s. And by that time, he's in WCW and they made it, you know, easier for him to do to do that because he didn't always have to be the uh, headlining every single pay-per-view and stuff yeah. like that. So go to guy. Yeah. 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 I want I want to I want to point out because I it's fresh in my head, dude, watching They Live. So I just want to say, talk about the the impact that wrestlers have, just movies alone. So, okay, Roddy Piper's infamous line, you know, <laughs> I'm here to chew bubblegum, you know, kick ass, and I'm all out of bubblegum. I just realized that the setting for Duke Nukem is pretty much they live. Like, literally, the lines that come out of that movie are going right, straight into Duke Nukem, like the, the inspiration for that line. Well, with Duke Nukem too, he he also does like um, he talks about a boomstick. He does he he references all that stuff like like Evil Dead. He references They Live, like like Duke Nukem. All of his catchphrases were like "Hail to the King, baby." He's like you know, it's more. Evil but I Dead didn't realize stuff. the impact that movie had. You you I'm telling you, like you say, it's a cult. Like a cult classic, I had no idea this movie existed until two weeks ago. Because you like, weren't part of the cult, you weren't drinking the Kool Aid. Doesn't, so doesn't, doesn't know. <laughs> I'm drinking the Kool Aid now, baby. I watched that last night. I'm telling you, there was a 10 minute fight scene over sunglasses, and no, I was they're hooked. brawling, dude. They're brawling. That and then they stop and he smiles yeah, and he's yeah, just like yeah. smiling at him, and then they start fighting again. And I'm like, what is going on? I got lost in that movie last night, and it's still relevant to this day. They live is is is. I I wonder if his fight scene with that guy and they live. Like gave them the idea for the the what is it the backlot brawl at WrestleMania is it like ten or eleven or something? Him and Goldust beat the yeah. crap out of each other. Yeah. Roddy Piper and Goldust, but he, like I don't even think Roddy Piper is supposed to be in in that fight. I, I think originally it was like Scott Hall as Razor Ramon was going to go up against Goldust, and they were doing this like Havana street fight, and then like <laughs> Scott Hall gets suspended for like a drug 
thing. And then Roddy Piper steps in, beats the crap out of Goldust on pay-per-view for the record. That's how that played out. So Also, like what Eric's saying is Rock has surpassed Hogan as number one wrestler in movies. Well, but, I mean, that's that's like saying um like uh, Nicki Minaj has surpassed the Beatles in, in, in you know. <laughs> no, 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 no. You got to give The Rock. Like, I think The Rock's a better actor than Hogan. Well, like, again, you got to hit. But he's no, also go producing with- better movies, too. Like, again, Three Ninjas, dude. We're talking like a. Again, you want to talk about discount, like Dollar General, like uh, pretty much Mr. Miyagi Dollar General comes the, the grandpa out of Three Ninjas. Okay, so like the the movies that I think honestly Hulk Hogan's biggest like his two biggest movies that are the ones that you're so gonna talk about. Disrespectful what you just said. I don't Continue. care. I don't care. I, I I really don't care about that. Mr. Miyagi. No, is, no, the is rock. The rock goes. Th- there's peaks and valleys though, because because like I had said to you before, Rick. There's like when Rock first gets into movies, Scorpion King, even the Game Plan, uh, stuff like that. It's like he's Dwayne the Rock Johnson because what they were hoping was like, oh, this is how you know this guy. He's the Rock, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. He got big enough and did well enough as an actor that they dropped the Rock out of his name. Suddenly, he's just actor Dwayne Johnson to the point where I actually interpret the Rock and Dwayne Johnson in my mind as two different people. Yeah, it's weird. He's two different guys because the, the rundown Rock is, walking tall. Those Rock. were also his like his big films that he like broke out besides Scorpion King. Which if I don't know if, if you remember during the invasion when he was talking to Hurricane in the back and Hurricane talked about like like because he was like talking about superheroes and like making fun of Hurricane and then Hurricane brought up the Scorpion King about who would get their ass kicked and he and he's like oh oh no you did not like he he literally took a shot at the Scorpion King and like just that's what are you, you going to fight the three D model of the Scorpion Rock Dude, <laughs> absolutely <laughs> Scorpion King too. <laughs> The video, the video effects on that, the special effects on that Scorpion version of The Rock, he it looks Listen, horrible. It, if you go back and look at it now, they need it, to the Scorpion that. King was so good. If the Scorpion King was so good, that that second one would actually have included The Rock in it. Okay, not a three D CGI rendering of the Scorpion King himself. Hey, you, hey, which one was cheaper, paying The Rock or just creating a virtual have, rock? having the Croc <laughs> show yeah, up, dude? Yeah, the Croc, yeah. even broke Dwayne the Croc Jackson. <laughs> right, seriously. No, I, I do think that's interesting, though, because The Rock, he's like to say my kids, my kids are 10 and 6. And like if they grow up and watch movies with Dwayne Johnson in it, are they even going to understand like who The Rock is? I, you know, to me that because I think he just transformed into a different guy. I think he turned into someone else over the course of time. And he was uh, there's a word for that I can't think of right now. But uh, he is he's evolved, you know, from Squirtle to War Turtle. And in this case, Blastoise, now that he's he's doing like two movies a year. kind of. Well, thing. he's also got his own show now. Oh, right. Little Rock. Or is that what it's called? Little Rock? Am I Young crazy? Rock. Am I thinking of Arkansas? Oh, sorry. Young Rock. Young Rock. It's about him like, like 2032, like running for president. And like he's telling the story of his background, which is really cool. I like yeah. I, I like it. I like that. The, the, it's weird seeing these guys as actors trying to be wrestlers. Like looking at the guy that's playing Andre. Who's too skinny to be Andre? The guy who looks like uh, Bradley Cooper wearing a wig, looking like Macho Man Randy Savage. But oh, overall, God. I think the, the ones that look closest are the Wild Samoans. The guys that play the Wild Samoans actually look closest to playing, like looking like the Wild Samoans. They they probably got members of that family to do it because I know they're still members of the that Samoan dynasty out there. Um, what's that guy's? You talking about the Fat Toes? No, like that that are like in the indie scene. Yeah, who what, who's the guy who's like really big? Is it um, Joey Fatone? I think. Your Joey Fatone is in in sync. Right no, 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 Fat Tone. <laughs> I'm saying Fat Two. 
Joey Fat. Oh, you said Joey Fatone. Oh, well, I was thinking about Fat Guy. I'd like, to, pretty much I'd like to see Joey. I want to see Joey Fatone in the ring. <laughs> dude, he was not him versus Kevin David Arquette, dude. Right. No. Um. Speaking of of like David Arquette, you know, to me, oh, the vice versa. Yeah, Movie I was going to say in the wrestling scene. Yeah. I, yeah, I can't believe that one people riff on that Arquette thing. Like, oh, how could they make him the WCW champion? You know, and in that time, w, WCW and they like hang it on him that oh, it, it went downhill and it went out of business and stuff. WCW was already on the the steady decline before David Arquette came around holding the WCW title. But you realize it was just like some cross promotion thing where he came in and they were promoting Ready to Rumble as a movie, and um, to me. Yeah, you don't put you don't put your heavyweight championship on the guy if you're if you're doing some promo for a movie, but I mean, could be worse. You know, I've seen a uh, uh, fake Rosie O'Donnell and a fake Donald Trump wrestle on Raw. So, I mean, at least David Arquette was in that triple cage match. At least he was getting some color. I don't remember if he got busted open or not. Actually, did he? Uh, but like, <laughs> well, remember the real Donald Trump was also there too. Oh well, yeah, but but he but he wasn't the WWF champion. Money, he? money, 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 money. No, yeah, dro drop hundred dollar bills from the ceiling and go home. You, you mean the, the like the bucks, like the AEW bucks Trump, money? Trump bucks, yeah. Trump bucks, yeah. <laughs> no, you don't need to put the belt on him. Uh, you know, and sometimes it's done with grace. Sometimes not so much. Robocop walks down the aisle and, and bends up in some bars on a cage. You know, that's that's probably before your time too, Rick. Like before mine. No, no, no. I, it's it's just I remember Robocop and he Sting. was like he was Sting's tag team partner. Yeah. And he comes out and saves him from the four horsemen. Um as far David, as like so so we're saying like, oh, who's the best wrestler to actor, but who's the best, you know, actor to wrestler? Steve O. And Chris no, Pontius. No, no, dude, U Umaga was like bumping Destroyed him, super him, dude. Hard. Yeah. By the way, I just want to say, uh, um, if, if you look at the, looking to follow us, you know, follow Sports Unfolded on Facebook and Twitter at Sports Unfolded. Follow us on Anchor, Spotify, and Google Podcast. We're live on Rhode Island Broadcasting, YouTube, and Sports Unfolded every Thursday, 7 p.m. No, and Rick, I did want to say. Thanks for just joining us now. I don't think I did say it, but thank you. And I told you about proper podcasting and intro etiquette. Thank yeah. you for the introduction. Thank you for you know keep bringing me on the show. Um, and then you know as well joining you and Kenny here in this in this rousing roundtable of wrestling. So yeah, right. glad to have you. Glad to have you. And you said David Arquette, um, just like Britney Spears' ex husband was going against John Cena. What Jeff was his Fed name? K Fed, yeah, yeah, K Fed, yeah. White, yeah, white beater looking yeah, guy. Yeah. No, the guy who's most famous for being Britney Spears' husband, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wearing a white and, beater. Yes. Yes. And the yes, time, and the time yeah. that he took a an AA from John Cena. Yeah. Yeah. Like, mm. Yeah. No, uh, Kenny. So, what do you think? Is so good? Like we said, best wrestler to switch over as far as his acting career. I'd, I'd give the nod to the Rock over Hogan, but uh, we can debate mm -hmm. about it. But um, what do you think as far as the best actor comes over to wrestle like and have like an extended run or do something of of note? Ooh, uh, I don't know about actor turned wrestler. Um, 
You want me to list uh, off a couple? Jay Leno, tagged with Diamond Dials Page, if you want to think about one of them. That's right. That's right. Jay Leno, that's right. And that's actually a good tag match, but that's not like body of work. That's just the one-off. What about uh, Carl Malone, who also teamed with Diamond Dials Page? Yep. Yeah, but Carl Malone's an athlete. He's not an actor. Shaquille O'Neal, who was also at Mash on the Beach. Dennis Rodman, athlete. Dennis Rodman. And he was in Universal Soldier, I think, right? With Goldberg and... But Rodman, Dude. am I thinking of the right thing? The right Dude. crossover is Rodman and Gold- well, Goldberg's in the other one, right? Crazy yeah. to think about. Okay, hold on real quick. Mr. T, all right, Dennis Rodman, Shaquille O'Neal, Carl Malone, all right, all Bash of the Beach. Obviously, like, different years, some of them are the same, some different, but Bash of the Beach, yes. Like, if you look it up, uh, Mr. T, what was it, like, 1994? Um, mm-hmm. he, he was a special enforcer in Halloween Havoc. Um, and he was also at Bash of the Beach in, in Orlando. It's almost like they planned it that way. I know. <laughs> Crazy. They paid a lot of guys to show up at, at Bash of the Beach. Interesting. No, that's, no, no at least uh, you know Malone was hitting the diamond cutter. You know, like, that was cool. And even, like, the Rodman, if you watch that match, if you watch the Rodman, Hogan, Malone, and DDP match, it's actually not a bad match in it of itself it probably just goes on too long to have two professional basketball players in there with you yeah. know a yeah. past his prime hogan and then you know a prime ddp well have you guys watched um the last dance michael jordan's like uh thing on oh, netflix oh yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah so a big thing that it brought up was it so i found this interesting is that it talks about dennis rodman obviously and during that time doing the wcw thing and at, at the same time going to las vegas and, and doing his thing and, and basically like they had to just let Rodman be Rodman and do his thing and just hope that he would show up. And when he did, he'd come out on the, uh, and, and he'd play. But, like, they tried to get a hold of him for, like, two days, and he was not answering his phone. He was on a binger just going, dude. And it's, like, at the same time, no, when they did like a whole in the back of limousine. Yeah, yeah, he's like in the, the back guy's of like, limousine or backstage with Hogan or something. They see like, him I'm not TV. picking up my phone. I'm not, like, this would be, like, if Eric's called me, like, hey, dude, it's almost, like, 7 o'clock. Where, where are you at? And I'm just, like, not answering. All of a sudden, 7 o'clock hits. Here comes Rick. I'm on the show. I'm ready to go. You know what I mean? Like that's uh, that was Rodman, dude. He just he wasn't answering until it was bell time, and then he was going, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like his big thing was like showing up and doing the WCW thing, being part of the NWO. Like they wanted him to focus, and he was like focused on other things. Like I'm gonna be part of the NWO and all this stuff. And also, when he came on the on the thing, though, that's that's just one of those prime examples of somebody like Rodman, who's just it's weird how his. He's a sports guy, but he's also very well known in the wrestling world, just like ICP, unfortunately, in WCW for things that they did outside of like their actual talents. Like, I that will always be a bet in my head that Dennis Rodman is a part of the NWO. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. right. But no, um, for sure, I think uh, that pop culture, like wrestling, became a pop culture like staple for a while there. So like I said, the crossover was easy. I think it was that wrestling got so hot that it couldn't be denied as far as leaking over into, into the pop culture consciousness. So. Like for anybody watch uh, Bayweather versus uh, Logan Paul. Yeah, I did. I did too. I didn't have to pay for it. Fortunately, because I, I'm still asking for my money back, but regardless, um, they, one of the things that they showed in Floyd Mayweather's uh, fights, tale of the tape, was 
head knock, knocking Big Show in his slacks, dude. He broke his nose. Yeah. They counted that as an actual boxing match. I don't know why they brought it up as an actual, uh, actual like thing, but it was in the tail of the tapes for that match. And I did watch the Tyson match, and that's what made me feel like Logan Paul versus Mayweather was going to end the way that it did because watching Tyson get clinched and hugged for like the whole whatever rounds he did was eight rounds, and, and that's how it went, and it came down to a draw. That's how I saw this coming out, and that's how it happened. But that's just the whole Big Show thing alone right there was like that's a big staple for Floyd Mayweather was that he punched Big Show in the face and broke his nose to the point where they even talked about it at the fight. Like it was an actual thing, even though it was like. Well, no, that, that's sucks. good, though. It's good that, that ESPN, Sports Center. These guys at this boxing arena are treating wrestling, trying to treat it like it's a real physical altercation type deal. To me, that that legitimizes wrestling better. That can only better the product. The more real you think it is, the more money you're willing to spend on it. And unlike MMA and unlike boxing, you spend fifty dollars on a pay per view, or spend and now it's nine ninety nine on the network, or watch it on Peacock or whatever it is, but. Um, you do that. You pay money to watch it. You want a, a spectacle. You don't want uh, them hugging each other for 30 minutes. You don't want like an MMA fight. It's cool when someone knocks someone out in 16 seconds, but you also paid $50 to watch 16 seconds of a fight. Whereas so, it used to be about the same to watch a whole pay-per-view. And it is for AEW, yeah. like to watch a pay-per-view. And you know you're gonna, what, you're, what you're paying for is what you're going to get. Whether you hate it or not, you're going to get a show. It blows yep. my mind though, because even then, sometimes wrestling promotions cheap out on you. They promise <laughs> they you like a main event, and they give you like a DQ finish. There's no resolution. <laughs> a dusty There's like finish. A, a sh- yeah, a schmaz guy comes in, and like it, somebody gets hurt, gets replaced with someone else. You don't get the advertised main event, that kind of thing. I, so in wrestling, when that happens, it blows my mind because it's because it is you know mapped out. To week but after week, so okay. I'm gonna throw this out there. Kenny, you're my field reporter, bud. This is a spotlight hour. I don't know if you've ever played Pokemon Go. I do, but spotlight hour, baby. There's a lot of a lot of going on. We want to know. Kenny, what, what what are you thinking about right now? What what do you think about all this and taking this all in? I want your opinions, man. I feel like I, I'm saying too much. I want to hear you. We hear me? I want to hear you, man. I want to hear our field reporter. What's field our field reporter, reporter going to say? Yeah. Field reporter? I, I think we're doing a great job. I think we're doing a great job. Um, well, he said it was Mayweather, but, you know, the first person was Mike Tyson. You know, Mike Tyson, remember Austin and Tyson, you know, DX and Tyson, you know. I mean, now that was great, too. That was great, too, you know. I mean, it's just like this likes to recycle storylines which I really hate, but sometimes they're good. You know what I'm saying? He likes to recycle storylines after storylines after storylines, you know? I guess what goes around comes around in wrestling. What, there's a, like, I, I know what you're saying about recycling stuff. Some stuff does feel recycled. Other times, it's like a callback. I think a callback can be done as long as it's subtle. You know, if Mike Tyson's in the ring in AEW now, you're like, okay, well, that's not when Mike Tyson was the baddest man on the planet that was now he's old mike tyson that was in the hangover and you know he he looks like a million dollars and he and he could probably still kick my ass you know in the blink of an eye but like 
it's it's not the same as Tyson and Austin. Like you said, that was such a spectacle. Tyson comes in to promote, and then Austin comes out to ruin it. And they're pushing each other, and they're and everyone's like, the, all the bodyguards are losing their mind, and Patterson and Briscoe and Sergeant Slaughter are falling around the ring, and it's beautiful stuff. And then they and then it all ends with you know Tyson as the enforcer at WrestleMania, and then I'm surprised uh, we didn't talk about Michael that first, man. <laughs> I'm surprised we didn't talk about well, that uh, first in terms of there's, big things. There's there's so much of it. There's there's so many like athlete crossovers. There's so much actor crossover because wrestling is a performance art. Wrestling is an athletic competition. It's the only thing that's both. It's the only thing that you get, you know, to promo something and then get in and do your athletic competition. So to me, there's so much opportunity for crossover. You know, we didn't even talk about WrestleMania when he, you know, he's bringing in like, uh, Cindy Lauper, he's bringing in as far as music goes. He's bringing in my uh, Mr. T, like you had mentioned, Mr. T later at Bash the Beach. But he was also at WrestleMania. Yeah. You know, like there's before another we, Rocky. Before we continue, uh, I just want to say for anybody just joining us late, we're live on Rhode Island Broadcasting, YouTube, and Sports Unfolded every Thursday, 7 p.m. Now, follow Sports Unfolded on Facebook and Twitter at Sports Unfolded. Follow us on Anchor, Spotify, and Google Podcast, and you get to, you get to see these three lovely gentlemen right now. All right, go go give us a follow. You know, I just want to throw that out there for anybody just joining us late. That's where you can follow us every Thursday, seven p.m. The bell will ring and we'll be here. Now, go ahead, take 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 it to you. Also, by the way, everybody who is watching, we're gonna be hosting a poll. Okay, who do you think had the best opinions tonight? Because whoever had the best opinions tonight is the champion of the week. Ooh, okay. All right, okay. so, so whoever know, gave the best take. I didn't know there was a title on the line. I'd have brought, brought better opinions. Listen, me and you have, me and you have gone one-on-one -on -one before, Nick. You should, you should know that anytime, any place, anywhere, right? No, I, I, fight, I fight dirty, dude. I'll come to the I'll, – I'll, like, go and make sure there's an outage in your area as far as internet goes. You'll be breaking up. No one will be able to hear your opinions, and then I'll be the champ by default. I'll win by DQ, dude. I don't care. Like, I'll fight dirty. Dirtiest player in the podcasting game here. <laughs> which which what's funny is that of all the things we've never talked about um one of them is is Mickey Rourke and the wrestler and 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 that movie alone is what I think for even casual wrestling fans you know that movie was done so well that you know didn't that um I don't did it get Emmy is it an Emmy what no, are they for, Grammy Emmy's Grammy TV. is it Grammy Grammy's like music the, Grammy's music Grammy's music Oscar fucking Academy like, Award, Academy um, Award. Did it get an Academy Award? No, what? Oscar's like wait, which movie? Which movie? Oscar, the wrestler about? with 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 Mickey Rourke, dude. Not Ricky Rourke, Mickey Rourke. Oh right, right, right. No, it's it's probably it probably won an Academy Award or some kind of Oscar. I'm sure. Yeah. No, I'm not. <laughs> all right, all right. We got it. Remember, we're PG thirteen. My bad. Um. Oh what I oh sorry that was my bad. Was it me? It was both of our bad. No, I think it was me. Oh oops. I got. I got excited. We're gonna. We'll put, how about this? We'll put it now. We got to put him in timeout. We got to put suspend him in a cage above the ring, because <laughs> now he doesn't get an opinion. So I win the belt by default, right? That's not even fair. No, yeah. not even right. <laughs> Russia so. won an award. Okay. Um, as far as is anybody even? All right, Kenny. So I know you that you're still watching. You're still watching wrestling, Nick. Are yep. you watching any anything at? At the yeah, moment, I'm fo following it for for the most part, like loosely. 
Uh, honestly, it's not. Um, yeah, without getting into the, I will the say, um, lack of live crowd. Like, I I will say uh, as far as well. I mean, isn't uh, who was it that was doing live crowd? Wasn't AEW that's doing live crowds now? Yes. Yeah, they switched back to live crowds. I'm I mean, the I'm WWE, WWE is not. If following suit, you know, I I don't know. I, well, maybe I they, they, they spent all that money on the Thunderdome thing. So they yeah. don't want to by the way, I was live on SummerSlam and I was in five different spots. And one of them was actually front row. It's the first time I've ever been front row, front row at a wrestling event was SummerSlam last year. And it was great. Uh, I was all, all right. over the place and I was, I took, you, you, you know, and, you and Pikachu were in the front row, right? Yeah. And that, the other guy we're not going to talk about who should have, I don't know how he got through, but he did. Right. right. We're in things yet. Wait. Um, but so so when hell in the cell right is coming up i think is yeah the, that, right? that's the big thing but here's one of the things that you have to ask yourself so uh a few stars have been released big stars that were actually one of them being a list or black who literally just did something on live tv uh and then got canned um same with buddy murphy like we're talking about people that just got canned lana finally got canned i don't know what took them so long um but <laughs> they had a Vince few likes, people that got... Vince likes blonde, so it always takes a while for them to go away. It takes a while for them to go away, but he finally did it. So there's a few people that got released. They're talking about A-list or Black being a, a mistake because his budget cuts. Oh, and Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman, of all, of all people, like a big guy. Talking about somebody that got released. Um, like all these people got released, and they're talking about maybe A-list or Black uh, was a mistake. There's rumors that they might, you know, unfire him, quote unquote. I don't know. Well, Rick, like Jim Cornette says, how can we miss you if you won't go away? So maybe like EC3, like Drew McIntyre, maybe these guys take off, go do some stuff, and then come back, and maybe they'll be refreshed. Maybe they'll be uh, the Christian Cage, you know, a little bit bigger than before. And so, so maybe sometimes getting released isn't the worst thing in the world. Everyone's really like, oh, how could they do that, Braun Strowman? How could they do that with Aleister Black? But uh, you know, maybe give them some space to breathe, and 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 they'll come, they'll come back around. No, nah, they're going to jump ship. They are truly going to jump ship. Once you release them and AEW comes, look at Mark Henry. Look at Mark Henry. That's the last person I thought was going to AEW. Mark Henry. Mark Henry had like a 20-year contract with the WWF from like 95 to yeah. like, yeah. And so, like you said, yeah, it was a little, a little shocking that, you know, that came to an end, but uh, he was kind of, I, I considered him a WWE lifer, but then that was interesting. Hey, a lot of said, those guys are going. Did you hear his interview? You said it with Vince though. Like that he, like he talked to Vince, you know, and it was like, it was coming from a good place. He said, you know, just the opportunity presented itself that, you know, he wanted a better opportunity. They were talking about cuts. They weren't going to cut him from it. So they weren't going to cut him, but it was just a matter of that he was being presented a better opportunity and he had to take it. And Vince understood. So that's the thing about Vince. Like you talk about this biopic, I would love to see that because people treat Vince in a way that's like, oh, Vince has no soul. But I feel like at the same time, Vince is human, just like everybody else. And I think those are the sides that we see very rarely of Vince is, is usually like in like these documentaries, like Undertaker's documentary, where he shows a human side of himself because he is a human. Um, but that's that's the thing about Vince is, is, is he's shown as like this larger than life character. But at the end of the day, he's just like you and me. You know what I mean? Um, right. well, well, Rick, speaking of opportunities, you know, we want to obviously thank, you know, our host as our well. host sports unfolded for mm -hmm. having us every week, 7 PM on Thursday. 
we do want to thank you guys. Seriously, we, we appreciate the opportunity to be able to do this, to be able to talk about this. Um, and hopefully everybody that's watching right now will tune in next week at 7 p.m. Uh, coming up real quick, we will be talking about Hell in a Cell next week. Uh, so get look, look forward to that because on Father's Day, June 20th, um, we're, we're, that's when Hell in a Cell is going down. So uh, right now, as far as list of matches real quick, uh, all they have is Bobby Lashley with MVP versus Drew McIntyre, Ray Ripley versus Charlotte Flair, and Bianca Belair versus Bailey. Um, so I think, what is it, last chance Hell in a Cell match for the WWE Championship uh, for Bobby Lashley. It's just a singles match for Rhea and a singles match for uh, Bianca and Bailey for the for the SmackDown and the Raw Women's Championships. But that's – I'm not the wrestling guy. These two guys are going to be your, your two guys that you're going to go to for what's happening now, and they got to convince me to watch. Just saying. you got to convince me, man. I'll watch They Live a thousand times over, but you got to convince me, me to I, watch Raw. I have an hour to convince you to watch – uh, Rhea Ripley and Charlotte Flair, like come on, yeah, that, that, that speaks I, for itself. I mean, right? Yeah, it speaks for itself yeah. that Charlotte Flair is, is very greedy. I okay, that's. A, <laughs> <laughs> but next week we're gonna be talking about Hell in a Cell more, so we're gonna get more in depth with that, um, and more in depth on what matches are coming up because right now they only got those three matches, and I'm not looking forward to any three of those matches. So. <laughs> You boys got anything to, to finish us up with? Uh, to send us, send us what? Take it home is, is, is the is I word I like gonna, to say. I, I was just gonna say thank you for again uh, bringing me on here so we can talk about wrestling, something that I love, uh, something that um, has been with me for a long time. You know, tw uh, twenty almost twenty five years now. So you know, thanks for bringing me on here, and thanks for to our hosts for uh, Sports Unfolded for. Uh, Hosting the show as well. So for hosting. Kenny? Welcome Any aboard, Nick. Welcome aboard, Nick. Thank you. Remember, guys, go out and vote. You got a week. We're gonna figure out who who did it best tonight. Who did it best? We got three faces. You know, who did it best? Who wants to win this belt the most? Uh go ahead and vote for either Nick, Rick, or Kenny on their opinions. Might not really count. I already have the belt. So really, it's, it's between these two. Got to fight it out. But you um, have to yeah. mail it to me. If I win. Also, we're gonna have another poll. Where is Kenny gonna be next week? Mm. Is he gonna be in Egypt? Is he gonna be in Aruba? Is he gonna be in the Bahamas? Yes. You're gonna decide for us. He could yeah. just be on the roof. He could be yes. in uh, down the corner at the Seven Eleven. He could be yep. wherever he wants to be, man. Yep. We're gonna find out next week. Thank you guys for for having us, and thank you for for watching the wrestling day. Talk about hope.